0: Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to Voice America and the For the Love of Reiki show. I am Paula Vale. And today, joining us again, I am so honored, Michael Emmanuel. And we are going to be talking today about listeners' Reiki questions. I am coming close to my one year anniversary for the show, which is just amazing. I can't believe the time has gone by, and I am loving it so much. Loving my listeners, my guests. And over the months, I have received many questions from listeners. And so, Michael and I were chatting, and we decided to do a show regarding some of these questions. So, I would like to say thank you so much for joining us, Michael.
2: It's lovely to be here. I think this is the third time we've been together. Yes. And, uh, I very much enjoy doing these shows so with you. It is so
1: wonderful. Michael, by the way... He began as a professional engineer and then became a Reiki master teacher. And he has extensive training and experience as a Reiki practitioner. So I I could not have picked a better partner in this endeavor.
2: This doesn't mean to say I have the answers, but I probably have an opinion.
1: Yes, yes. And that's, yep. And we'll just put some things out there to give new insight and thought to all of the listeners. And because we have such a broad spectrum of listeners around the world, we broke this up into three parts. And the first part will be for those who really don't know anything about Reiki and they're wanting to get more information. The second part is for those who are possibly already receiving Reiki treatments or have a family member or relative who is. And the third part is going to address questions from Reiki practitioners. So let's just jump on in, Michael.
2: Okay.
1: And tell me, let's start with a basic Just a short, basic, what is Reiki, and we'll start it rolling.
2: So, the wonderful thing about Reiki is it's this flow of energy, and we don't get involved in particularly where the energy comes from, but it's a healing, soothing, balancing, calming um, experience to receive it. Uh, the, the word itself, reiki, uh, the ki is the same as chi or prana and is uh, universal energy. It exists within the universe. Uh, we, we breathe it in and out. Potentially, that's exactly the same way as we breathe in and out oxygen. But because we are so aware of our physical selves, we're aware that we're breathing air. But this more uh, esoteric energy that flows in and out through our our being, through our chakras, Uh, we're not always aware of it. And yet, without it, we become less at ease, we become uh, less ourselves. And so the work of working with Reiki is to let the energy in, to flow around us, and to provide uh, a, a ready source of nourishment for our higher self, for our greater self, not just our physical self, but our emotional self, our mental self, and our spiritual self.
1: Oh, I love that analogy, a form of nourishment. It is. It's, it's an energy nourishment. I Without love Without it, that. we
2: shrivel. With it, we expand and, and yes. feel nourished.
1: Yes. What are some of its benefits and, and ways that it heals?
2: Got, this is, of course, opinion rather than fact. I mean, when we're working with Reiki, it, it's more from the uh, existential experience of working with it that I can have some answers, um, uh, and other people's experience may be different from mine, and you may get this answer from other people, or you may get a different one. I'll give you my my view. I think that Reiki is a healing uh, energy that works from the outside in, that Um, we have, as I alluded to, uh, many parts to ourselves. We see the physical body. We're aware of the emotional body. Uh, Some people are aware of a spiritual body as well and a higher self. Uh, When we work with normal medicine, conventional medicine, we tend to fix the physical body or we provide drugs for the emotional body. With Reiki, we start by balancing... the the higher self, the spiritual self, and by having that in balance it helps to balance our emotional body and with our spiritual and our emotional bodies in balance our body is much more capable of repairing itself. So with Reiki we kind of repair from the outside in. We put the outer self into order and then we're amazingly powerful self healers.
1: Ah, yes
2: if we're in the right state to help ourselves heal
1: yes oh i love that i love that and that can heal in so many areas physically emotionally
2: mm-hmm. uh, and just to be really um I'll, I'll put it out there for people who've experienced reiki will understand this for new people this will perhaps be distressing Uh, only that you can do it at a distance and you can do it through time. So you can actually go back uh, to an earlier time where perhaps an emotional or traumatic incident occurred. You can go before the incident and you can heal through the whole period without actually exposing the trauma or the incident that occurred. You can pour Reiki healing in and around the whole environment, the space that existed then. And by so doing, you can actually bring forward the benefits so that you feel differently about the now because you've actually gone back to the issues that are causing your problems today, aiming to heal those and carrying the benefits forward. Yes.
1: Oh, I love that. I love that. And one question I would like to ask So we start in here, and this one really touched me. I'm a veteran. I don't believe in a higher power. I have PTSD. Will Reiki help me?
2: Uh, I can actually say unequivocally yes, because I have specific experience of that. Uh, As you and I first got together, because you interviewed me about my work with veterans. Yes. And I spend a lot of time working with the Veterans Center uh, in Seattle and with um, many wonderful people there. And not everybody has faith. Many people, if they had faith, have lost their faith and only believe in the now and themselves and the experience that I've had with all of them. Except, well, I'll I'll say all of them. I've worked with about 80 or 90 veterans so far. I've taught them Reiki. And only one Reiki veteran, so one veteran who worked with Reiki with me, um, quit. Everybody else has found benefit. He, the one person, didn't, didn't feel it was for him, and we honor that. Uh, all the others, whether they have a faith, whether they don't have a faith, Reiki doesn't mind. Reiki just works.
1: Yes, exactly. And that carries into another question that I received. Will Reiki work if I don't believe in it?
2: Yes. Uh, um, It's funny, actually. It it doesn't require us to believe in it. I I have uh, one experience with a a gentleman who came to visit me who had spent quite a lot of time telling me he didn't believe in anything at all. But he wanted to try Reiki. I said, fine. (laughs) And... um, we did it on a, on a table. We don't have to do Reiki on a massage table, but mm-hmm. traditionally we, we seem to do that. And I laid him out on the table, and I made sure he was warm, and I started to Reiki him. I have never seen anybody go to that lovely, quiet place as quickly as he Aww. did. This is a man in his 70s who has spent a lot of time not being certain about his physicality, and nothing else exists. At the end of 20 minutes, because that's all he had time for, and I was pleased to give him a trial run, I actually spent another 20 minutes just letting him rest on the table because it was not possible to get him to wake up. (laughs) And, And after 20 minutes of trying to encourage him to wake up, just gently in his own time, he opened his eyes suddenly, sat bolt upright and said, can I move yet? I said, yes, of course you can. And I said, how was that? He said it was very calming. And I think the, the higher self within him was just begging to have yes, some yes. healing done. And he loved it. <sighs> and then uh, the only thing I got wrong after that, when he said that was very nice, he thoroughly enjoyed it, he said, how does that work? And unfortunately, I then launched into as a simple an explanation as I could come up with as reasons why it might work. And he looked blankly at me, his eyes glazed over, and he said, well, it was a very comfortable table. And actually, I'm fine with that. It was a very comfortable table, and he had a very good Reiki session. And that was um, probably about five years ago, but I received an email from him just two weeks ago asking if I could recommend a... Reiki practitioner near where he lives because he would like to do some more.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. And yes, I personally, when a student asks, you know, can I give Reiki to someone that doesn't believe in it? Yes, because really the Reiki comes in through their higher self.
2: It does. You can offer it, I think. that's Yes, you offer
1: it and then... But you can't
2: force it and you shouldn't force it on anybody. Yes. But yes. We
1: offer Yes. Yes. Because so many times our mind can get in the way, but really our higher self really knows knows what we need.
2: And that's it. Our higher self knows what it needs. Our the Reiki knows what it needs to do. And our job as Reiki practitioners is to step aside.
1: Yes. Oh, absolutely, Michael. Absolutely. And A question that I have gotten several times now is, should I receive Reiki if I'm not sick? What's your thoughts on that?
2: Uh, Well, I'll ask you yours in a minute. I think absolutely you should receive Reiki all the time. Uh, As a Reiki practitioner, you can give yourself Reiki as well. So um, I give myself Reiki every morning and every evening. I give reiki to myself for wellness not for heat uh, and that and keeping myself healthy
1: oh that's perfect yes for wellness basically we're keeping ourself in a in a healthy vibration and healthy healthy balance and you know
2: and there's always and healing our to body
1: do. to to heal before things even become an issue I love that. Yes,
2: you don't want, by the time you have a symptom, you are already at considerable disease. Uh, much better that you can keep the healing going and continuous repair.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. I love that. And a lot of people, when they're asking about Reiki, they're I've gotten, well, I'd like to try some Reiki, and if I like it, would it be possible for me to learn it? Can anyone learn Reiki? Uh,
2: again, the answer is yes. Uh, if, if I can learn Reiki, anybody can learn Reiki. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How far you want to go with it, that's entirely up to you. you know, yes. I, I actually recommend that my people who come to me uh, to receive Reiki, if they're enjoying it, I encourage them to learn Reiki.
1: I love that. I love that. And people hear that they can be given or practitioners can send out long-distance Reiki, send Reiki to someone in another state or on the other side of the world. Give us a, a, a short explanation of that, Michael.
2: A short one?
1: I know. We may have to carry this into the next segment.
2: Uh, I When I give uh, Reiki classes about how it might work, um, mm-hmm. I... I can have a, uh, I have an experience of, of uh, I, I explain it in terms of, well, let's imagine we were in a two-dimensional world and that's all we knew, and then I step back and say, but we know we're in a three-dimensional world and see how it changes, and I, I can't explain how we can get uh, across distance if I can only think of a three-dimensional world, Yes. but I can step one back from that and say, but if I could imagine more than three dimensions in this universe, I simply can't see them, then I could reach through time and space to find another place in the universe, another place on the earth, as easily as I can reach out and touch you in this room.
1: So when we can envision that other dimension and that Reiki energy can be sent... Through that other dimension. Yes. And it actually can be very powerful. Isn't that correct? Absolutely. Yes.
2: And um, uh, someone asked me the other day, pointed out to me the other day, uh, if pigs could fly, how would a pig know? And I said, what do you mean?
3: <laughs> oh, my goodness. And they
2: said, well, pigs can't look up. And I'd never occurred <sighs> to me before. Pigs can look down. They can look left. They can look right. And I thought, how sad, that if a pig could fly, no other pig would ever know about it.
3: Wow.
2: And It's almost <laughs> the same example of a two-dimensional. The, the yes. pig is assuming that there isn't a sky because yes. he can't see it. But it doesn't mean to say it doesn't exist.
1: Oh, I love that.
2: And so when, when I pass Reiki, I just imagine that the, the distant location is right there in front of me. And I imagine it there. And I send Reiki as if it were directly in front of me. And the person at the other end, even I've, I've done experiments with this, being a scientist, they can feel it.
1: Oh, I love that. I love that. I, I myself look at that. I, that's, that's the same process for me. When I'm sending Reiki to someone on the other side of the earth, they're right there. My hands yes. are right there
2: reiki knows how to do the tunneling Sending we just have reiki, to
1: putting him in on the beautiful reiki bubble
2: we just have to allow it to flow oh,
1: i love it i love it oh thank you michael oh i'm so excited we have so much more to cover folks so everyone we are going to take a quick moment for commercial break and we will be right back thank you thank you michael
0: Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington, We offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and
4: balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife
3: Pola understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: Segment two of For the Love of Reiki. Today I am here with Michael Emmanuel and we are sharing some of the, the most asked questions about Reiki. This is questions from my listeners who have emailed in, questions that Michael and I have both gotten over our years in being a Reiki practitioner. And if you missed the first segment, we talked about Reiki questions regarding someone that really has no idea what it is or very little. Now we are going to discuss Reiki questions for those who are in the process of receiving Reiki treatments to help them understand what is going on and and what's, what's happening. So, Michael, let's start with What if I'm having a Reiki session or I had a treatment and I really don't feel anything? Is it working?
2: The answer is almost always yes. And I think one should actually stop worrying about whether it is or isn't working or whether one can or can't feel. When I teach Reiki, um, it's very interesting how When people are first learning it, they can barely feel themselves giving Reiki to somebody. And when they do, it's all over the place what they think they can feel. A tingling, a warmth, uh, nothing at all. And it's very interesting to see them working with a peer. Because they'll say, I don't think that's working, I'm not feeling anything and the person receiving it said, keep going. I'm yes. loving it. Yes. And the, the, the opposite is also true. Uh, we, in part one, we talked about how uh, the energy flows to the higher self and through the higher self to the emotional body and through the emotional body to the physical body. Uh, so the healing can be happening at many different levels. And rather than worrying about whether you can feel Reiki at the time, I think it's more interesting after the Reiki session, to sit back and ask yourself, am I feeling different? Am I feeling at all better? And one Reiki session may not be enough. I mean, it, it is important to keep the, the energy flow going. But whether or not you can feel it, uh, have the confidence that the healing is taking place.
1: I just know. I love that. And I've I've heard this quite often and been asked this, I had a session, I fell asleep. Is that okay? Is it, is it all right if I fall asleep? Or what does that mean?
2: Uh, it's interesting. I often fall asleep, but I'm giving myself Reiki, and <laughs> it's not always the best moment to fall asleep. But no, I, I, think that, I think it's wonderful that one can fall asleep because actually it takes the ego of the self away from the healing process. Yes, And, and it's that ego that often is trying to block not deliberately, but the energy is flowing. Reiki energy has its own intelligence. It goes to where it needs to go. And the higher self and the, and the, uh, and the Reiki are working in unison. And there's the ego going, I don't think this is working. Yes. Or, what if it's not working well enough? Am I, am I in the right position? Should I move? Uh, yes. What was that sound outside? Mm. And if you allow yourself to fall asleep, all of that departs and the, and the healing can take place And it'll happen without you, without your conscious self being present, because all the rest of you is still present.
1: Yes, because that relaxation mode is absolutely perfect for taking in Reiki and feeling that. I love that. Before,
2: yes, it's about letting go and stepping aside. Yes. What better way than falling asleep?
1: (laughs) Yes. Another question. Is there anything particular I should feel after a Reiki session?
2: Anything I should particularly feel, no. Um, uh, typically, uh, people feel a sense of well-being. Um, you can feel a, a, a wee bit spacey after a Reiki session, and it's sometimes advisable to take a little time before you get in a car and try to drive away. But there's no, there's no particular thing you should feel. If you're looking for a wound to, or a lesion to be completely healed up, and no sign of a red mark. Um, you may be disappointed. You may get lucky. But that's yes. not, it's not miracle work. Yes. It's a continuous healing process. So you will feel different.
1: And, but and it that doesn't matter healing that will way. continue
2: Absolutely. as they
1: go on their day. A, yes. a Reiki
2: session is where it starts. It's not where it ends. Yeah. So if you allow the energy to keep flowing, the energy will keep healing.
1: I love it. I love it. And also another question: Can it harm me?
2: Oh, that's a good question. It's one I, I do get a lot. Um, no, um, <laughs> it's it's such a high frequency of energy, that, and this is why I feel safe to use it and to teach it. Uh, there are perhaps many different levels of healing energy in the universe that are like Reiki. But Reiki is at such a high and pure frequency that as a human, we can't interfere with it. And so it can do no harm. There can be no... um, Anything I want to do to encourage Reiki to work just makes Reiki work less, less, not more. So it's kind of self-regulating. The more a practitioner tries to do something, Um, the less Reiki will flow. Yes,
1: yes. And the
2: more, as a practitioner, we step aside and allow the energy to flow to do whatever it must do for the higher good. Now, the higher good may not be what you think
1: (laughs) is the best thing for you, but it will
2: help move you into alignment Mm -hmm. with your purpose, your higher good, and your healing. Yes. But a fundamental tenet that I think from the experience I've had working with it is Reiki can do no harm.
1: Yes, love that, absolutely. And also, how many sessions when someone is deciding to receive some Reiki?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I have heard several times, how many sessions should I receive?
2: Ooh. Um, as many as you can. I mean, Reiki is very profound in how it works. It's very subtle in how it moves, and so one session may f- make you feel better, but for an, for a healing process to take place, it takes time. It, it's not. I won't. It's not a. I'll fix you today, and you'll mm-hmm. be better tomorrow. You know, um, most most changes uh, we typically think in in Reiki tradition can take up to 21 days and that would be 21 days of continuous work so I would yes. like to think that um, it's why I like to encourage people who come to me to actually learn Reiki for themselves yes. because it would be lovely to think people would do Reiki come to see someone to do Reiki almost on the basis yes. um, for that period Yes, but one Reiki session will help one Reiki session a week will help more one Reiki session every other day will help even more and and I would try any Reiki that you 're going to do for a particular situation for three weeks and see how you 're feeling at the end of three. Keep going and then beautiful. learn learn it yourself
1: <laughs> beautiful Michael, beautiful and let 's go let 's touch on that if they should learn mm-hmm. i one question. I received from a listener I've had a few sessions I think I would like to learn Reiki what does learning Reiki mean and how long does it take
2: well, okay. what's your thoughts uh, well to learn Reiki takes no time at all it takes a lifetime to understand but it. Oh. Um, I'm still working on it mm. uh, when I say you, everyone should learn Reiki I'm, I'm talking really about the first level of Reiki we can go into uh, everything, the whole series of levels that there are. But in order to do Reiki on yourself, you just need level one. And level one can be learned uh, in a day, how to do it, exactly what takes place. In in, a, in um, taking a Reiki workshop, uh, there are several aspects to it. There's learning the history of it. There are some hand positions which are useful to know, Um there's some basic conversation to be had about something that's very, very much beyond our consensus reality. So, there's some discussion to be had. And the core of it is uh, a Reiki attunement. And this is something that the Reiki teacher, the Reiki master, passes on. It's a beautiful, short meditation. And, and it does actually, it, it's it clears the channels in the, in the person and makes a big difference. And it's one of the things that makes Reiki very different from anything else that is learned in these healing modalities. It is passed on in a lineage from a teacher to a student and from the student who then becomes a teacher to their students. Yes. And that lineage is very important. And it can't be learned from a book and it can't be learned from the Internet. It does have to be passed on physically from one teacher to the next. Uh... However, having taken Reiki 1, and that's the essence of it, if someone just comes up to you and gives you that attunement, it's enough. You can now um, pass Reiki through you to yourself and and do your own healing. So in the shortest instance, one Reiki attunement uh, over the course of a day in a workshop is all you need yes. to learn Reiki, and anybody can learn it. And if you like that, um, Reiki 2 gives you a lot more... Um, sophistication and ways of doing things. Um, Reiki 1 is very much for use on self and one's loved ones, and one's pets. I know that's yes. dear to you so the uh, So the
1: Reiki is, is wonderful for our pets.
2: It can works everywhere, yes. Animals. Um, but it's it, with Reiki 1, it's very much a personal use, yes. and it's about clearing your own channels for your own sake. And then Reiki 2 starts to move into, okay, so giving Reiki to other people. And in the original Reiki sequence, that was all there was. And finally, you you then apprentice yourself. And at the end of a period of time, you will be attuned to be a master and pass on the attunements. Uh, In today's world, typically, we've added two more levels. And you can just, without having to do an apprenticeship for an unknown number of years, You do level one, you do level two, you do level three, and then finally. And each you do level four and you become uh, uh, a Reiki teacher yourself, in principle anyway. And you can do all of this over four weekend workshops um, over the course of a few months or a year. um, And then you can explore what it's really about because that only gives you... The handbook, as it were.
1: Now, Michael, here is a Paula question. I would love your thoughts on this. And I'll share mine. How would you feel if everyone learned Reiki?
2: Oh, I would love it.
1: Me too. Yes. Me too. Uh,
2: It gets stronger the more people who work with it. Yes. Uh, as Yes. As, you know, everything that gathers together gets stronger. And so the more of us who are practicing Reiki the stronger Reiki becomes for everybody. Yes,
1: and I believe the more people that, that learn Reiki and you know, change their energy, raise their vibration, that affects all of us. It affects the world.
2: Absolutely. Yes. So, uh, and it also makes it a very affordable healing me- method. I said, wouldn't it be good if you took Reiki every day? Well, that's neither affordable in time nor cost for most people. But if you can give reiki to yourself, yes, then uh, you can afford to do it in and time and in cost.
1: What a gift to give yourself! Yes, what what a gift that you can give yourself that everyone could do, and that right. could be their a gift for themselves that could change their life.
2: Uh, learning reiki is is its own gift. Uh, whether you decide to go on and just use it for yourself or become a practitioner or to teach it, that's a personal choice. But I think everybody benefits from learning Reiki.
4: Yes. So
2: I encourage everybody to do it.
1: Yes. I, I sincerely believe that. I do. I do. And I would like to ask, this is asked quite a bit, so we will... Perhaps start on this question and then take it back up in the next segment but someone that is receiving Reiki and thinking to learn Reiki and they ask there are so many versions of Reiki Mm. how how do I choose?
2: Um, There aren't very many levels of uh, levels I'm sorry there are very many versions of Reiki at this point and Reiki is almost used used as a generic term for all energy work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a shame. But there are very many different flavors of Reiki. They all come back to one original form, at least in the West, that uh, they all come from. Now, whether that's the best or not, it doesn't really matter at this point. I would suggest everybody learn the it, Reiki in the original form. It's a very simple form. It's a very powerful form, and it's called a Sui Reiki, or Asui Shiki Ryoho, uh, and I'm sure you have links to that, yes. or we can provide links. But Sui Reiki is the birthplace of all these other flavors where people have learned it and moved on. Uh, you and I, Paula, I think we're both teachers of Karuna Reiki yes. as well, which is another uh, uh, flavor. Yes. And then it's all builds upon Sui Reiki, though. And in fact, I only teach Sui Reiki now uh, because... I feel that my gift is to provide everybody that core understanding and allow them to follow whatever path into whatever other flavors of Reiki. Exactly. To start with the sūi.
1: Yeah i I just love that. I love that, and i I love the, the sūi Reiki.
2: It's and in just- fact, for anybody who wants to find a, a practitioner of Reiki, um, I would recommend that they go to um, There are probably three sites I would recommend on the Internet. There's um, the Original Reiki Alliance, which uh, is the origins of the Asui Reiki. There's also the International Association of Reiki Practitioners, IARP.org. And there's Reiki.org, where you can find both Asui and Karuna Reiki Practitioners. Yes,
1: I love that. I love that. Well, Michael, we will stop here a moment for a message to our listeners. We'll take that break. And everyone, when we come back, we will answer questions that have come in from Reiki practitioners. I love it. I love it. This is so fun. (laughs) Okay, everyone. We will be right back. Thank you.
2: making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
4: Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife.
3: Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a
0: responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more. Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington... We offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com. Opinions,
3: options, answers. You're listening to Voice America
0: Health & Wellness.
1: and I am with Michael Emanuel, and we are discussing Reiki's Most Asked Questions. And we are now going to address questions that have come in from fellow Reiki practitioners. So, Michael, let me begin. Here is a question from one of my listeners. As a practitioner... If you offer Reiki to a new potential client and they decline, do you ask questions to find out why they aren't interested and explain Reiki as a life force energy that helps everyone, or do you just let it go? She she, she pretty much said, I just don't know if I should let it go or I'm so excited I I really want them to want it. How do I handle that?
2: Well, I mean, we must each follow our own path. My personal view is you let it go. Yep. Uh, Reiki isn't something to force on anybody. It will find its own path. If someone comes to you and asks for Reiki, you may give it. If someone decides that you're not the right practitioner for them or they don't want Reiki, then the right thing to do is to let it go. Because this isn't about us as practitioners. This is about what we can provide for somebody
3: yes
2: and it's not about our egos and look I can do a good job for you it's about would you like me to
1: yes and I totally agree I totally agree we offer we offer and that's really where we have to let it go absolutely yeah I agree thank you Michael and then another question here If you do Reiki on yourself, is it necessary to do a self-cleansing?
2: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, I wouldn't say I, I have done that, but now you bring it up, I might. I always learn something in, in this. So one of the things I, I have learned when I teach Reiki is that a lot of people have a great deal of trouble Doing Reiki on themselves, but mm-hmm. it doesn't feel the same. That it uh, somehow it's a, just a different experience for them, or they don't feel anything. Mm-hmm. Whereas when somebody else does Reiki on them, they feel a lot, and they're worried about this. And as we said in, I think the first part, actually, it doesn't matter whether you can feel anything or not. But in this in this example, you just you just pose an interesting um, situation, which uh, is that you are both the giver and the receiver, but this is something I teach. I, I like people to separate out the giving and the receiving, and so I would do a cleanse, because you are the giver, and you can put yourself in the mind of the giver, and the person receiving it, who happens to be you, is just another client. And then partway through a session, you can then experience what it's like to receive Reiki and not get worked up into who's giving it. Mm -hmm. So you really are both sides of the coin.
1: And really a cleanse is just a clearing, a finishing.
2: It's a clearing, yes, exactly. There's no reason not to do it. I would always do a clearing as the the giver of Reiki. Mm -hmm. As the receiver of Reiki, I let people do the clearing for me. But to do a full clear down is a good thing to do.
1: And on that cleansing, uh, also you can call dry bathing just kind of a cleansing, that energy. A question here that I received. When you do Reiki on someone and forget to do the cleansing wash Mm. afterwards, how do you cleanse it later once it's been forgotten for an extended period? Someone I know, me sent, she she says this happened to her, she sent long-distance Reiki to a loved one struggling with drug abuse for an extended period without ever cleansing after the sessions, only to realize months later that she was connecting with that energy and felt like it was staying in her energy field and causing emotional and physical symptoms and she just didn't know how to cleanse that negative energy or what she had done wrong
2: well uh, it, it does show that it's, it's good to keep to have learned and just it, it becomes such habit that you always cleanse yourself afterwards that you never forget but it's never too late to do a cleanse so I, if if you feel like you've got a lot of energy from the, the person uh, that somehow has stuck to you and, and almost something... I, I hope that that never happens in the first place, but if it right. has happened, then I would either physically get in a, a shower or imagine myself getting under a shower. And under the shower head, water doesn't... It's not just water that comes out, but the, um, just this flood of Reiki energy washes over me and around me, so I'm not just doing a dry bathe. I'm actually right. imagining... Uh, a, a real waterfall of of Reiki pouring around me and through me and just washing out all that doesn't serve me and actually if you stand in a real shower and you let the water be help you with your imagination you can see it going down the plug hole and yes. keep watching it until it goes all the way down to the center of the earth and let the earth do the cleansing of all the energy that doesn't serve you or the person who gave it to you but wash it out from you as soon as you can uh, don't leave it with you. Yes. But it, it brings up an interesting point, and I don't know how, how, you, uh, how you work, but when I'm working with a, a client, I kind of Im- imagine that I'm blown up a balloon around me of energy and that there's actually a high-pressure area uh, of uh, yes. pushing energy outwards so that there's no room for energy to come back into me. And if I feel that I'm somehow deflating or that somehow the energy is coming back at me, I'll actually physically blow through my mouth to almost like an old-fashioned balloon pump going, to push it back out so that I've actually got this high-pressure area around me so that their energy can't come into me.
1: I love that. I'm very similar to you, Michael. I feel and I open up to that Reiki flowing through me it's flowing through me out to the client, to the animal, the pet, whoever I'm giving Reiki to. And so I don't worry about it because nothing's going to come in. I'm I'm right. in that Reiki bubble.
4: Right.
1: I'm, I'm expanded. I I'm gonna finish the Reiki and I'm gonna be flying high. I'm gonna feel so good. And this brings up another question I've had from listeners is um <clears throat> excuse me. I've had a couple people ask, Well, I felt tired yeah. after doing Reiki. What do you say to those people?
2: I can see why you put that question with the last one, yeah, because, yeah, it really goes because uh, you know it, right there for me uh, it's it, it's not possible to feel tired if you're doing Reiki because you're you can feel physically tired from holding your hands up, mm-hmm. but if you're feeling drained in any way at all, then I would ask you to step back and just explore the Reiki that you're giving, because uh, Reiki isn't about you. Reiki isn't about you giving your energy. Reiki is about you Mm -hmm. stepping aside to allow the energy to flow through and over and past you. The Reiki has its own intelligence. It's washing over you into the person who is receiving the Reiki. So you're both receiving a Reiki session. Yes. And the Reiki is healing you as you are healing the client. Yes. and there's enough there's an inexhaustible amount of this energy absolutely and so if you're feeling drained then one of two things is happening you you, you are either giving your personal energy to the client which isn't why they're there they're there to receive Reiki not your personal energy and yes. so you shouldn't be depleted by this or their energy is somehow coming in and interfering with you in which case you haven't expanded your own boundary sufficiently and with sufficient energy to keep their energy from coming in so you're acting not like uh, a wind blowing energy out but like a vacuum accepting energy in so i would um, explore how you move to allowing the energy to flow over you so that you are receiving a reiki session as the energy moves to the client
1: oh i love that i love that thank you michael here is a very often asked question: I have a Reiki one attunement. I am a level one practitioner. How do I decide if I should rise to a higher level of training and/or even teach Reiki?
2: Hmm. Um. You know, there are different reasons for working with Reiki. Uh, we talked about doing Reiki so you can do Reiki on yourself. And I think you have to explore your calling and you can explore and and I would almost say dabble and try and see what your flavor is. I personally, I love to be a Reiki practitioner, but what I really want to do, my calling as it were, is to guide people in Reiki. Uh, It's not that I think that's better or worse, it's what I naturally tend to do. And so I learned to become first a practitioner and then a teacher. But if what you want to do is work on people to give Reiki, you actually only need to go to level two Reiki, and you will have every tool you need in order to give give Reiki to yourself, to give Reiki to anybody or any animal or any plant or anything you want to work with Reiki. The only reason to go beyond level two is because you have a feeling that you want to teach Reiki. But step back before you do that and ask yourself, why you want to teach?:
1: Love that. I love that. Now, here's something is questioned quite often about Reiki. It's, it's just a hard thing to understand by some. And two different, two different questions here I'll put out there. One, I've been asked if a person is not spiritual, say an atheist. Can Reiki levels be taught to them? And is it different for them receiving Reiki? And then if I receive Reiki or even learn Reiki, what what does that do with my religious beliefs? Oh. Does that matter?
2: Well, to the first one, I'll say, no, it makes no difference. Yeah. I don't think it matters whether you believe or don't believe. Reiki doesn't get very into the whole area or... Um, source and creation and things that typically a faith or a religion tends to be very involved with. Uh, Reiki only worries itself about the flow of energy for healing purposes. Uh, I, myself, uh, I wrestled with, can I learn Reiki? That's exactly the question that you just had is one I posed myself before I went on my first Reiki class. What I learned uh, in my case uh, was that Reiki not only uh, was entirely complementary to my faith and my religious beliefs, it actually made me explore that in greater detail and be even more amazed by early thinking in religions and faith. Uh, So it was completely supportive. I've worked with people with many different faiths, and I've never once had anybody say it was not complementary to their faith. Um, and and I, I love to see how people with religion or with a faith can take the ideas that we explore, which are far more at a philosophical level, I suppose, the, the Reiki, and, and say, oh, this exactly matches what I was taught from a child in my religion. Uh, and they can equate the two together again and again. I, I can do it with... I come from a Jewish background. I work with some uh, very, uh, very Christian people, uh, nuns. Uh, yeah. I know Teach Reiki, in one case a colleague of mine when I was doing Reiki Level 3 uh, had learned her Reiki Level 1 from nuns.
1: Oh, I love it.
2: Um, so no, it completely fits. And for people who want to take a purely scientific view um, and have no faith, in a spiritual sense of a religion, Um, you can take it from a scientific viewpoint and say, well, there's an awful lot about the universe I know, but it only represents about 8% of what we know the universe to be if we allow for all the dark matter and the dark energy that we're now learning about that represents more than 80% of things we don't understand its mass and we don't understand its energy. Mm -hmm. So there's an awful lot about the universe we don't understand. And just maybe we're tapping into some of those sources yes. that we can't measure, we can't see, but could easily exist. Yes. And so you can take a scientific view, you can take a religious view.
1: And I know for myself, learning Reiki and having Reiki in my life, I feel like it has given me such a stronger connection to Source, mm. God. I mean, and that can be whatever we want to call it you know, whatever someone thinks but it's that connection to source.
2: It's a connection with its own intelligence. Yes. And and in the Christian faith um, I think this uh, there's a concept of the same connecting source and and man and it's called the Holy Spirit. In the Jewish faith it's called Ruah and I'm sure in the other faiths it's called Prana if you go into the yogic traditions. It's called Ki and it's called Chi. It doesn't They may be the same thing, they may be parallel, but the idea of an intelligent energy that helps and supports and nurtures and feeds, that's what we have here. And I I always, when I first uh, started with Reiki, I was amazed how easy it was to learn, and therefore to some extent when I went on to do other healing work and other modalities, I discounted Reiki as being, if it's that easy, these other ones must be... Um, much more complicated and much more advanced. And I realize now they're not at all. In fact, it's quite the reverse. Reiki is almost the most, uh, the highest order of all of the things I've ever learned. And yet it was in one respect the easiest in principle to learn. It's also the hardest to learn in in that it's about not learning how to do something. It's learning how to be and to step aside to allow one's ego to let go. And allow the healing to take place through me, but not because of me.
3: Oh, I I'm just a
2: channel that. through which the Reiki flows. And so as I progress as a as a teacher and as a practitioner, I, I want to be more and more open as a channel, with less ego, with less desire to fix anything, more just a desire to be present.
1: Oh Michael, I love that. I love that perfect words to end our show today our time has run out michael i want to say thank you this was so fantastic i want to say thank you to all of our listeners out there in the u.s and around the world thank you for joining us love blessings hugs michael love to be with you again hugs to you and to you goodbye
0: everyone and
1: i will see you next week